This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And that is deep left center, and that is... Oh, 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 God, again! A three-run shot, and it's all BYU. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. By Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics. Because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. Doterra, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar Baseball fans. For the first time this season, welcome inside Miller Park on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah for the BYU Cougars 2021 home opener in the UCCU Crosstown Clash with Utah Valley University. After 17 straight away games to open the campaign, the Cougars finally home to open a four-game stand. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel. I'll be joined by BYU Operations Director Tuckett Slade for today's call. Great to have you along on a chilly, breezy day in early spring. Today's game, the first of four straight afternoon affairs as the Cougs look to take advantage of any available warmth of the day in a week when the forecast calls for cool and wet weather. But rain or shine, baseball is back at Miller Park. And in my pregame conversation with BYU coach Mike Littlewood, presented by doTERRA, proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team, the coach says it just feels good to be back on the home turf after a long, long time away. I look at all of our guys who got here last year, um, all our new guys, they've played 31 out of 32 of their first games at BYU on the road, and so they're excited to get going, and, and I don't even know if they know we have royal uniforms and, and, and white pinstripes. They have no clue, so it's going to be fun to be back home. So nice to see your guys. Ian, it was a matter of time. The bats came alive on the road last week. Well, as a staff, we, we knew this was our potential, and I think... We had a, a, a couple guys playing tight, and we played incredible competition. I mean, it was, it's been relentless. And so to see someone in our league, and, and that's why we did it, really. I mean, the, the record goes on me. It goes on the head coach. And, and I told him, hey, I'll take the record. We know it's not going to be great in the preseason because we're matching up against Texas and Texas State and Oregon State. And they're, they're at the top of Power 5 conferences. They're not just middle of the pack. They're top teams. And so... I really feel like that made us better overall. Um, so people look at our record, it's probably a little bit skewed. But but the big thing is we're playing with more confidence. And, um, you know, and that's in athletics, that's what it's all about. You go out and feel like you can win, and, man, the sky's the limit. And that's what we're doing right now. So on the Hill today, uh, staff day, but you'll start Boston. And he gave you a nice start at Dixie uh, last week, and he's a guy averaging about 2Ks an inning right now. Yeah, and I, I believe he gave us four with with uh, no hit um, on, on Thursday or Tuesday against Dixie. Came back, and he's, he got a little tired, so we're going to limit his pitches a little bit so we can use him on the weekend. Unless he's cruising. I mean, I might change my mind halfway through and say, go get him. But um, it's just nice to see. Uh, you know, we have now that we move Cy Nielsen to the pen, we have three left-handers out of the pen that sit 92-94. Uh, with really good breaking ball, and you know, it's, it's, so that's kind of exciting to me. But we just want Boston to get out, get off to a good start, give us another good quality start, and give us a chance to win uh, going into the mid innings. And finally, uh, UVU is a team that uh, is on a slide right now. I, I really feel like anytime you play an in-state opponent, um, Dixie showed it. Their record was was not good. Utah's record was not good. Our record wasn't good at the time. Still not great. Um, and Utah Valley's isn't. So. But you throw those all out the door when you're when you're playing an in-state rival. And I told our guys yesterday we need to play we need to play our brand of baseball. Put the pressure on them. Execute. Do the things that you know. Pound the zone. Be competitive in the strike zone on the mound. 
And those are the things that are going to help us win the game and, and uh, not, not worry too much about what the other side's doing. And they're going to want to win. This is, this is a World Series to them. I, I know it is. And it should be to us as well. And so when people say in-state games are just, just another game, I don't buy that. I mean, I think these are huge games for a lot of different reasons. All right, Mike, thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Greg. As BYU skipper Mike Littlewood, time now for today's starting lineups courtesy of Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. We'll start with the visitors, Utah Valley Wolverines, leading off, playing shortstop, number 10, Garrett Broussard, hitting second, playing second base, number 8, Mitch Morales, as the Wolverines are ready to dig in, maybe a minute or so early, hitting third, playing right field, number 3, Alexander Marco, cleanup, first baseman, number 20, Cade Polson. We'll give you the rest of the Wolverines and the Cougars' defensive alignment after we get the first pitch in at Miller Park. Home opener underway. And outside for ball one, the delivery from Boston Mabius. And uh, Mabius making just a second start, Tuck. He uh, started at Dixie and, and gave the Cougars three strong no hits. Yeah, he was fantastic in that start, Greg. I mean, talk about just, I think he had six strikeouts, six strikeouts in three innings. He set a great tone. Quickly to 2-0 and to Broussard. Leads the Wolverines in at-bats. Fouls one down the first baseline, and it will land in foul Torrey ahead of the charging Freddie Achikar. It'll go to 2-1, and one, just underway here. With the Cougars' 2021 home opener. Again, 17 straight away, 32 of 33 going back to last year away from home. This home opener was to have happened 10 days ago. Utah was scheduled to come in. That was the night of the great snowfall. Yep, awful weather that Saturday, but uh, excited to be back home. It's nice to see this turf again. Lefty Mabius fires, and that'll be high and outside to go 3-1. and one. And not a single left-handed bat in the UVU lineup today facing the, uh, the lefty Boston Mabius. Yeah, they definitely went right-hand heavy. You can hear the wind whipping through our crowd mic here in Provo. It is cool and very breezy. But the sun is shining, and the, the objective these afternoon starts, Tuck, get some sunshine, get some warmth for these guys for the nighttime hours sit in. Yeah, absolutely. Just makes it a lot easier to play when it's not 35 degrees. And that catches the high part of the zone. Full count to the leadoff hitter, Garrett Broussard, starting his 16th of 16 games for the Wolverines. UVU coming in with a record of 2-13 and 13 on a 13-game skid. The payoff pitch It's popped into the midfield. Atchikar waving off and making the grab. I tell you, uh, Greg, pop flies today are going to be a big deal because that wind is howling right now. During BP earlier today, there was no wind. The flag wasn't moving at all. And, of course, just about 20 minutes ago, it started to really ramp up, so it's going to be in a big effect today. Strong northwest wind here at Miller Park. Number eight, Mitch Morales leads the Wolverines in batting average. The second baseman will dig in. One gone here in the top of the first, BYU and UVU. The right-hand hitting Morales looks outside at ball one. And I say right-hand hitting, and that's going to be the order of the day until the Cougars make a change on the mound. And it will be a staff day for both teams, so we're going to see a lot of guys on the hill today. Yeah, like Coach mentioned in the pregame, he's going to limit Boston's innings, so probably max of two. Maybe as kicks and fires and fouls it back over the grandstand. That's a tough Return, Returns into the stands. It did, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's a tough thing about midweeks, Greg, is that pitching, you never really have a guy who's like a midweek starter because you have to have every all your arms available for the weekend because those are the most important games. Off-speed curve high in the zone for 2-1 and one, with one gone here in the top of the first. Something that has happened, though, with the rotation is a new starter was discovered yes. in Carter Smith. Yeah, he did a fantastic job last Friday against LMU. 
So the Friday starter was Cy Nielsen. Now will be Carter Smith. Of course, the Bulldog, Easton Walker, will lead things off on the weekends with his Thursday starts, and he's been just outstanding. Uh, took a while to get his first win, but the ERA said he would have had a couple or three by now. Yeah, it was interesting because his worst start was actually last Thursday at LMU, but that was the game that we finally got him a win, so it was nice. 3-1 delivery from Mabius, and swinging through it to a full count is Morales. So full count to the first two batters for the Wolverines. Wolverines, by the way, in a gray jerseys and pants today, uh, green caps and batting helmets. BYU will be in the royal caps and jerseys, white pants. The delivery from Mabius. That's fouled, carrying down the first base line, and wow, wow. just inside the foul pole. That, wow. that just drifted and it drifted. Did. It did. And making the catch right at the pole was Danny Jelilich, and had to do some work to haul. Initially, it looked like a, uh, a standard foul ball. Yeah. That, that, that thing was blowing back into fair territory, and Jelilich, Jelilich making a nice grab right at the 343 sign to go two gone here in the top of the first. Yeah, up against the wall, hit it, and end up falling down, which that's a guy who's had back problems, so we'll see if that kind of affects him mm-hmm. here in his cold weather. That's, a, that's an early adjustment. Yes, it is. <laughs> Running into the wall. Two gone here in the top of the first. And the right fielder, Alexander Marco. We'll dig in. Lace a grounder to Watkins and fires to Achikar. Three up, three down here in the top of the first. Brock Watkins back and healthy. We'll talk about Brock in a second. We're taking our top of the first inning break after a half inning. It is BYU 0 and Utah Valley 0. No runs, no hits, no errors in the top of the first for UVU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Leading off the bottom of the first inning for BYU, the second baseman, Andrew Pintar. Pintar, Watkins, McIntyre, and Cowden. The first three in cleanup hitters here in the bottom of the first for BYU. Rest of the BYU hitting order. Cole Gamble, Jacob Wilk, Freddie Achikar, Danny Jelilich, and Peyton Cole. That's one through, that's five through nine for BYU. Pintar facing Jackson Otis, the Salt Lake Community College transfer. And Pintar gaps one. With his first at-bat and the first swing of the day, that'll be for two. Andrew Pintar with a stand-up double. And so Pintar, who leads the team in runs and is second in hits, stands himself in good position to cross the plate here in the bottom of the first. Lead-off double for BYU yeah, against the uh, hurler Jackson Otis for Utah Valley. Yes, Otis tries to throw a first-pitch slider, which is not common the very first pitch of the game. But Pintar, man, he didn't miss that. He hammered that ball to left center. Andrew coming in two today, hitting 254. One of two players to start every game for BYU this year. Mitch McIntyre, the other. Brock Watkins, we talk about an injury at the top of the first that took him out for a while. We'll speak more about that as he digs in to face Otis as Pintar takes his leadoff second. Second hitter at the bottom of the first. Cougars man on and none gone. Watkins, the right-handed hitter. It's in the dirt. I see dirt. It's... <laughs> oh, I say dirt. Yeah. I'm all for that. It's just normal. That's baseball, right? Dirt. Artificial turf surface, <laughs> including the dirt-colored areas here at Miller Park, but dug out cleanly by Sims, and 1-0, forthcoming from Otis to Watkins. The righty Otis looks back at Pintar, kicks and fires, and that'll be getting low for 2-0. Tell us about the, uh, it, was, it was an oblique injury, wasn't it? Yeah, for a little Barack? bit of oblique, yeah, that he had kind of hurt um, in practice the week going into... Um, Two weeks ago, actually, before, what was it? Was it Oregon State? Correct, yeah, right before that, that he had kind of hurt himself. But uh, slowly getting back, he was almost ready to play this last weekend. He was able to go in for some defense late in games, but says he feels good and ready to go to hit. 
Pleasant Grove High School's Brock Watkins looking at a 2-0. Perfect. Chops it to second. It'll advance the runner to third. Handled by Morales. He throws Watkins out at first. Handling it cleanly there was Cade Polson. Polson, one of the standouts for this UVU team that's looking to find a groove here with 13 straight losses coming in two today. But that'll advance the runner. So uh, Pintar, after doubling to lead off the inning, advances to third on the ground out to second by Watkins. Yeah, when you get your first at-bat of the last couple of weeks and you get an opportunity to just move a guy over and you execute that, it kind of really builds your confidence. Left-handed hitting Mitch McIntyre facing Otis. And, and, and Greg, Mitch is having a sneaky, really good season. You know, you look at there and the power numbers aren't there, what he's had in the past, but he is seeing the ball really well, working really deep counts, and just having really quality at-bats. Leads the team in hits and total bases. The center fielder and sometime pitcher, as that's grooved in for strike one. One and one with one gone here in the bottom of the second. Mitch McIntyre has made four pitching appearances and has been, you know, for a center fielder, and a left fielder, pretty effective on the hill. And that's laced into short center right. RBR for Mitch McIntyre. The single will score Andrew Pintar from third. And the Cougars open on top in the bottom of the first. one nothing Cougs on the single by Mitch to short right center. And the Cougars are on top. Bottom of one. BYU one and UVU no score. And uh, the early innings are really troublesome uh, for Utah Valley. Uh, they, they just get, they, they tend to get drilled in the early going and then have to battle back in the, in the first three innings. They're outscored 31 to 14, including now 11 nothing in wow. the first inning alone. So haven't scored a run and they've had 11 scored against in the first innings this season. Wow. Back to back lefties is Joshua Cowden. Looks at strike one. And BYU's going to throw three consecutive left handed bats at the righty. Jackson Otis, McIntyre singled with the RBI, Cowden, and then Gamble to follow. And in fact, six of seven will be left-handed bats here to finish out the order. Mitch takes his lead at first, and a throwback to first from the pitcher Jackson Otis. Kate Olson handles, and Mitch will retake his lead. So the single and an RBI for Mitch McIntyre here in the t- bottom of the first. BYU 1 and UVU no score. Again, a steady wind out of the northwest. That 0-1 delivery high and outside for ball one. One and one, one gone, bottom one. And Mitch McIntyre standing at first, having brought Andrew Pintar home. I mentioned at uh, Pintar's at-bat that he leads the team in runs, and that lead is extended as Andrew scores for the 13th time this season here in BYU's 18th game. From the stretch, Otis low and outside. That'll be ball two, two and one. And, Greg, he is heavy breaking ball right now. It's either changeup or curveball. He, he's only throwing one fastball to the first, uh, what, four hitters of the game now. Otis will glance back at Mitch McIntyre, taking his lead off first. 2-1 delivery, high and out for three. And one, one gone, bottom one. Cougars two hits, scoring a run. And we're sharply laced to left and to right, respectively. Good chance you'll see McIntyre taking off on a 3-1 hit and run here. There goes Mitch. The hit and run. Grounded to second. They get one and two. Double play turned. 4-6-3 to end the threat. The Cougars get one across, one run on two hits. After one complete, BYU 1, UVU 0 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. 
for more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Athletics would like to recognize Utah Community Credit Union for sponsoring today's UCCU Crosstown Clash between BYU and UVU. UCCU, love where you bank. Top of the second, Greg Rubel, BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade with you from Miller Park. Left-hander Boston Mabius delivers outside for ball one of the first hitter of the second inning. He is the first baseman, Cade Polson. Polson leading the Wolverines in runs scored. Has the only triple on this team. He's been nursing a hamstring, so it'll be interesting to see how he runs today. Swing on it, popped up into short right and drifting back. Making the catch is Andrew Pintar. So Pintar from second base drifting into short right to make that as the uh, flag out in center field is nearly stiffly out now blowing almost directly from the north. So Kate Polson is retired on the pop-up to and that's, second. That's a big out, Greg, because throughout his career, Kate has been a pest for us. We just cannot get him out. He seems like against us, he always gets big hits. Maybe a strike, strike one to Drew Sims, the Wolverines catcher. Number 11, fifth hitter in the, of the game, second of the inning for UVU. BYU won, UVU no score. One gone here, top second. Maybe it's working briskly. That's hit sharply to third, handled by Cole. Fires to Freddie. And Atchikar makes the retirement at first base. Two gone quickly here in the top of the second for UVU. Again, I bring that, that uh, first inning number back into play. 11-0, the opposition scoreline, and just the first inning alone against Utah Valley. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I mean, that's one of those deals where if you're constantly having to play catch-up, it makes it really tough on your offense. 13-game losing streak. The Wolverines actually won two in a row at St. Mary's to open the year and then haven't won since. Fouled back behind home plate down the first baseline. They've Pace and Hayes. We were watching their game, um, just their last game against Sacramento State in their conference play last weekend, and they had a 5 nothing lead in the seventh inning, and they weren't able to hold on to that game. And uh, you can tell when a team is really struggling, Greg, that when you have a 5 nothing lead in the seventh inning and you lose, it really puts a lot of pressure on your team. Ball one giving us one and one, and outside high for ball two. Two and one, two gone here in the top of the second. BYU's Boston maybe is facing Payson Hayes. The DH has struck out in more than half of his at-bats coming into today. Hayes digs in and looks high and outside for ball three. Three and one with two got here in the top of the second. Boston's working quick, Greg, but he, uh, he, he doesn't look as sharp as he was against Dixie. His fastball's staying a little high, and he's not able to get really on top of that curveball so far. And he walks him on five pitches. So maybe who sits uh, low to mid-90s with that fastball. Delivers ball four. And on to first base is Hayes, bringing up the number seven hitter, left fielder. Number two, Jeff Ahrens. And again, nothing but uh, right-handed bats so far in the lineup for Coach Eric Madsen in his 13th season. Across the way in Orem, Mike Littlewood in his ninth season as the dugout boss of the Cougs. Maybe it's the left. He looks at first, comes homeward, and that'll be catching the outside edge for strike one. The 0-1 forthcoming to Jeff Ahrens. Base on balls, first of the game. Offered by Mabius. Also give you a curve in the high 70s and a change in the low 80s. Kicks and fires. Delivers inside edge, a little too inside for ball one. One and one, two gone. Top of the second, BYU's up 1-0 on two hits in the bottom of the first. The RBI from Mitch McIntyre scoring Andrew Pintar, who led the game off with a double for the Cougs. 
BYU coming in on a three-game win streak. That's high and outside for th- uh, three and one. Two and one, beg your pardon. Two and one with two gone in the top of the second. So taking his lead at first is the DH Payson Hayes. Cold days, Greg. Cold days for pitchers is tough on the hands. It's hard to grip that baseball and get the, you know, the feel for it like you normally do. Low and inside for ball three, so maybe he's trying to hang on to Aaron's here, the 3-1. And that's outside edge for the full count. Uh, Aaron's was taking a step toward... He wasn't entirely convinced, but he was taking a step toward first. It'll go to a full count with two gone. So with uh, Pace and Hayes at first, and a full count with two out. Looking to be moving, and he is. As that's ripped, ends up being essentially a hit and run as it's a single to right field. It'll hold Aaron's up. Uh, Hayes up, beg your pardon, second base. Aaron's with the single to right. So first and second, two gone here in the top of the second. Hayes advancing to second on the single to right from Jeff Aaron's. Yeah, tough sequence there. Got a fastball ahead early and then fell behind 3-1, got up to full count, and then, you know, fastball elevated that he did a really good job of taking that to right for a hard line drive single. Walks, I tell you, we talk about it all season long. Two out walks, two out errors. Those type of momentum plays give a team an opportunity to, uh, you know, score runs. Aaron's was hitting just 214 coming in. As that bends in for ball one. So Mabius looking to find his groove here in the top of the second. Two gone, but two on for the Wolverines. Mick Madsen, he's the third baseman, son of head coach Eric, American Fork High School product, looking at a 1-0. Brought the barrel off the shoulder, but kept it back, and it'll go over to two balls and no strikes. So uh, Boston struggling a bit to find the zone right now, Tuck, and... uh, Catcher Joshua Cowden's going to head on out along with pitching coach Michael Bradshaw to have a word early. BYU won and Utah Valley nothing. It's one hit so far in the top of the second for the Wolverines. That added to the base on balls. Gives us two on and two gone here in the top of the second. Yeah, you can just tell he just doesn't have, you know, the confidence in his pitches right now. And, you know, he cruised. He was getting easy, quick outs. And then all of a sudden, you know, he walked the guy in four straight. And then the single, and now all of a sudden you're in trouble, and, and Matson has a chance to tie this game up. Yeah, this is the eighth hitter that Mabius has faced, and this is a guy, again, you know, limited work, but in nine and a third, 18 strikeouts. Yeah. And so, you He's know a strikeout how... guy. Yeah. So the lefty redhead, the mustachioed Boston Mabius, with a 2-0, and facing Mick Madsen. Madsen swings through that. It'll go to two and one. Madsen, the third baseman. Right-handed hitting against the left-handed throwing. Boston Mabius. 2-1. Two gone. Top two. BYU's up one zip. And that's ripped to the gap in right center. Will Jelilich get there? He will. Makes the catch and retires the side. Danny racing over to get that before it drops. And the side is retired. And no one across. A hit. For Utah Valley with the base on balls. Wolverines left two on. There were no errors after one and a half. It is BYU 1, UVU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. doTERRA is proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team, and the BYU baseball team leads Utah Valley 1 0. The bottom of the second, leadoff hitter for the Cougs. The bottom of the second is the center fielder, Cole Gamble. Another left handed hitting bat. Against the right-handed throwing Jackson Otis. Staff day for both teams, so we're not going to see either starter go too deep into this one. 
Austin Mabius has gone two complete. And Jackson Otis into his second and delivers a strike on his second pitch. So one and one now to Cole Gamble. Gamble with three home runs leads BYU in that category. I think these guys did play one season together at Salt Lake Community College, so they know each other well. Gamble waggles the bat on his left shoulder and looks high and outside for ball two. Two and one. First batter in the bottom of the second for BYU. So lefty, lefty, lefty hitters with McIntyre, Cowden, and Gamble hitting third, fourth, and fifth. And Wilk will hit right. Then you go Atchikar, Jelilich, Cole, lefty, lefty, lefty again as ball three is delivered. Three and one to the first hitter in the bottom of the second, Cole Gamble. Gamble is judicious, second on the team in walks. Swings and chops it to second on that 3-1 count. Morales to Polson and one gone here in the bottom of the second. And Greg, those are counts there, 3-1, that we want to see better aggressive, aggressive swings. We need to go ahead and, and put your best swing together on that pitch. If it's not yours, take it, get to 3-2, and then battle. But we have to have a little bit better at bat than that on the 3-1. Be ready to hit that fastball when it's elevated. So Gamble retired on the 4-3. Righty hitter Jacob Wilk, today's DH. And Wilk... Fouls that down the first baseline. 0-1 with one gone in the bottom of the second. To Big Jacob. Yeah, and he had a really good, you know, I'd say coming out party for us this last weekend. He had some really good at-bats right when we needed him in conference play. That's high and stays out of the zone for ball one. So one and one. Righty v. righty here with Jackson Otis on the hill. Making his first start, uh, the Salt Lake Community College product. Had four relief appearances. Was a starter last year for Utah Valley. They're having him out of the pen this year. Yeah, the velocity is really down. His last fastball was 87 miles an hour, and last year he was up to 92. So, And Wilk swings through that to go to one and two with one gone here in the bottom of the second. The home opener for BYU against Utah Valley. BYU 53-8 and eight in home openers over the last 60-plus seasons. This being the 61st first in that counting. Wilk rips one to right field. And it's going to get down and to the wall. It'll be at least a double for Jacob. Bounds away from the right fielder Marco to be holding up with a double. Jacob Wilk flexes and gets props from the dugout with the double with one gone here in the bottom of the second. So Jacob Wilk hard to right field. And the uh, right fielder, Marco, gave Chase nothing he could do about that. That was going to get to the wall. Yeah, and a one-two count, he got a slider running away. And Jake has really good power to right center. And that's exactly what he did was take that slider right where it was pitched and hit a nice leadoff double. Oh, no, sorry, one-out double. Right. Third hit for BYU. One run on three hits. Utah Valley no runs on one hit. We're in the bottom of the second. And a man on second for the left-handed hitting Freddie Atchikar. BYU's first baseman today getting his 12th start. Wilk takes his lead at second. Otis looks back. That's chopped over the head of the pitcher. Slow bouncer to the second baseman and going to get Atchikar by a step. But a little advance Wilk to third. So Atchikar thrown out on the 4-3. Yeah, that's a really good play by Marco right there. That's not an easy play. High chopper over the pitcher's head and he was able to barely get Atchikar at first. So Morales makes the fire over to Polson and two gone. That man on third. So Wilk moves up to third. The 
ground out from Achikar. Bringing up Danny Jelilich. Well, and in Jelilich, I tell you, Greg, this weekend was another big spark for us. We were able to get him in the lineup on Friday and had some huge, huge RBIs. I think he had two RBIs in that game and three total hits and just kind of got, you know, the offense relaxed saying, okay, hey, I, I'm, a, I'm a senior, I'm a leader, I've been here for a long time, and I can do this. And it was a really big spark for the team this weekend. Catcher Drew Sims going out to converse with Jackson Otis about how to handle Danny. Five for his last eight. Great week last week, of course, you're noting, and now leads the team in batting average. Looking to get that at-bat number up. He's found himself a place in the lineup, playing right field, hitting eighth today. And Jan Danny's going to look at ball one. So the one and to Jelilich here with two gone. In the bottom of the second, man on third is Jacob Wilk, who laced a one-out double to deep right. And because of his speed, the third baseman has to play in, which gives him a huge six-hole. And he puts a swing on it and swings through. The second offering from Otis. One and one with two gone here in the bottom of the second. BYU one, Utah Valley no score. The Cougs a run on three hits. One of them coming here in the second. That double by Wilk. That's fouled back behind home plate. Go to one and two on Danny. Jersey number three, Jelilich. BYU in the royal blue jerseys. Royal blue caps and batting helmets, white pants today. Yeah, first time able to bust out the Royal this year. Lettering Cougars across the chest. Jelilich looks the one-two and fouls that. Down the first baseline, beyond the grandstand. On a sunny, windy day here in Provo, home opener for BYU here at Miller Park. Sixth home opener against UVU. Having opened against the Wolverines previously in 2005, 8, 16, 19, and 20. So third consecutive year that the home opener features Utah Valley. That was BYU's one home game last year before the COVID shutdown. The last game a year ago. And that was a close one. Jelilich awaits the 1-2 from Jackson Otis. That's outside. Tried to catch that outside edge. Not doing so to ball two. It goes two and two with two gone here in the bottom of the second. Yeah, Sims really tried to frame that behind the plate. Tried to get that pitch for, for Otis. Home plate umpire is Jeff Clough. Jared Farron's at first base and Dennis Smythe at third today. A three umpire crew. The wind whipping around Provo. That's outside. Full count. Two gone with Wilk on third base. So Jacob's 90 feet away. And Danny's got a full count facing him with two gone here in the bottom of the second. And usually if Danny just puts the ball in the play on the ground, good things happen with his speed. Jelilich puts the barrel on his right shoulder. And good at bat. watches ball four. He'll go to first. So runners at the corners with two gone. But the number nine hitter, Peyton Cole. Third baseman Cole. Jersey number 23 will hit. Lefty against the righty Otis. From the bottom of the second, Cougars first and third, two gone. Wilk on third after a one-out double, advancing on the ground out 4-3 by Achikar. Danny Jelilich then a base on balls to go runners on the corners with two out. And here comes Peyton Cole. Well, Peyton has had some really big at-bats the last couple of weeks for us. Big two-out hits, looking for another one right here. Waves the bat and watches high and outside for ball one. Peyton was kind of thrust into the lineup because of Watkins' injury and was forced to play 
um, when really he wanted to focus more on pitching. And uh, he's just come in here and just done a fantastic job. Bottom of the order for BYU, Peyton Cole, the Las Vegas, Nevada, Palos Verde High School product as that goes to 2-0 and on Peyton. Peyton hasn't walked yet this year. Well, I'm glad you said a, that. He's got a 2-0 count coming his way here. Is <laughs> a great count to hit in. This is where Peyton sometimes can get himself into a little bit of trouble. He does try, tries to do too much and swings at a borderline pitch. Got to get yours. Put a good swing on it. 2-0 from Otis and just does catch the outside edge. So that'll be 2-1 two and one with two gone here in the bottom of the second. BYU 1 and Utah Valley no score. Greg Rubel with Tuckett Slade, BYU Baseball Operations Director. Here in BYU's 2021 home opener. BYU's won three straight and seven of the last eight lid lifters here at Miller Park. From the stretch, runners on the corners, and that's fouled down the third base side. Over the canopy and out of play. Two and two with two gone in the bottom of the second. So this is the... Uh, the one-game set with UVU. They'll do one again in May. That'll be over in Orem. Coming up this weekend, USF is in for a three-game WCC set starting Thursday. Four o'clock first pitches on Thursday and Friday. One o'clock on Saturday. Jackson Otis comes homeward on the 2-2, and that's fouled back into the screen. Third base side. Stays 2-2 two and two with two gone. Peyton Cole at bat. Due up the top of the order, Andrew Pintar, who led the game off with a double and scored the Cougs' lone run. This would be a big spot here, 2-2 count for, for Peyton to, to stay on that changeup and try try to drive into left field to get it a big two-out RBI. Wilk at third, Danny Jelilich at first. And that's high on a 2-2, full count again. So full count and two out, and runners on the corners. They'll be on the move here in the bottom of the second. Jackson Otis on a staff day for UVU, as it is for BYU, meaning starters won't go too long. Unless somebody's just totally dealing, it's rare that they stay more than two or three innings. Otis with runners on the move, and that is ripped, and that'll be a single to right field. Wilk comes home. Jelilich was on the move, and he'll go from first to third on the single by Cole, and the Cougs take a 2-0 lead in the bottom of the second. And what does he do? Another two-out hit. I think that's his third or fourth since he's been in this lineup. Big two-out hits for this team. Great job, Peyton. So Jacob Wilk scores the Cougs' second run. Peyton Cole with an RBI single to right on a full count with two out here in the bottom of the second. That brings up the top of the order, Andrew Pintar. Again, who doubled the lead off the game. So he hit in the first, and he's hitting in the second for BYU. The Kooks leading Utah Valley by a score of 2-0. Second run's yet to go up on the board, but it was just scored, we assure you. <laughs> Jacob Wilk came across, and Danny Jelilich was hoofing it and made it all the way to third easily on that sharp single to right. So Jackson Otis with runners on the corners again comes Plateward and delivers outside for ball one. Well, it's a big, big deal because Jack, uh, because of uh, Jelly getting to third. You know, a pass ball now scores him. So good base running there and time to just this is crooked innings. Crooked innings are all about momentum. You, one run is nice, but when you can put up multiple runs in an inning, that's where the momentum really starts. Outside for ball two. So a two no with two gone. And runners at first and third for BYU here in the bottom of the second. And, yep, this uh, is going to bring head coach Eric Madsen out to the mound. Conference with the infielders joining Mr. Madsen. They just sent the pitcher down there. He's barely getting warmed up, so I doubt they go right to him. So this is just to kind of give his reliever some time and to try to settle Jackson in. These are uh, Coach Madsen understands that this is a big spot in the game, Greg, where... 
first and third, a kid who just hit a double his last up bet. If he hits another double here, you know, all of a sudden it's it's four nothing, and uh, you're really having to come back from a deficit. So Utah Valley's now been outscored thirty-three to fourteen in the first three innings this year, and check out the synchronicity. They've been outscored 33-14 in the first three innings, 35-14 in the middle three innings, and 33-14 in the final three innings. Wow. They're just looking to find some part of the game that agrees with them, and they haven't yet stumbled upon it. They're at 2-13 uh, on the year, 0-4 oh in the WAC. They lost their conference opening set. Sacramento State took two doubleheaders from them last weekend, Friday and Sunday. That was a weather-involved doubleheader scheduling situation, but they lost all four. It's interesting that the WAC is playing four games this year. Right, the 2-0, and that's ripped foul. Down the right field line and well out of play as Pintar now faces a 2-1 count with two gone here in the bottom of the second. BYU two runs on four hits. Two hits in each of the first and the second innings. Utah Valley one hit. It came in the second. Runner was stranded. The 2-1 with runner on the move and advancing on the low Trapped ball by the catcher. Advancing to second is Peyton Cole. So Cole advanced now second and third. With two gone here in the bottom of the second as that low ball goes to three and one. So three and one, two gone. And the Wolverines digging themselves into a spot of trouble here in the bottom of the second with two outs. Looking to hit a mistake right here. Pintar is. First base is open for Andrew. Three and one, two gone. And he rips that. And that's going to bring home two runs. That's going to be a single. It's going to turn into a double. That's going to get to the wall in right field. Right fielder chasing it down. He's going to go for three. Andrew Pintar is going to get into third with a a sail slide, but that could have been a stand-up triple for Andrew. That was just ripped to right field, and the Cougs tack on two more. It's one of those crooked number innings. Three runs across so far here in the bottom of the second. Four-nothing for BYU on the two-run triple for Andrew Pintar. This is exactly what you do is you try to get pitches elevated in hitters' counts, and what did Pintar do with that, Greg? He... Absolutely smashed that ball to right center for a stand-up triple. Nicely done. So two RBIs for Pintar, and that's going to be the day for Jackson Otis. Didn't get out of the second. BYU 4-0. Four runs on five hits, and we're still batting here in the bottom of the second. And a lot of this happening with uh, with two outs as Jackson Otis's day is done. Utah Valley is going to bring in Cole Yoakum. Yoakum will make his fifth appearance. And BYU looking to keep this strong inning going. Andrew Pintar with a triple. And that was a triple with ease. Yeah, he slid at the very end of it, but that throw wasn't going to catch him at third base. So he was uh, really motoring. And that ball was really ripped to right field. So taking his warm-up pitches is Cole Yoakum. So Yoakum will take the hill, and Jackson Otis is finished for the day. One and two-thirds, five hits, four runs. They will all earned. He issued one base on balls. Among the hits given up, two singles, two doubles, and a triple in his 10 batter's face. So a rough outing for Jackson Otis. And we're going to see the left-hander Cole Yoakum enter for Utah Valley. BYU 4 and UVU no score. And again, it's uh, it's kind of throughout the game that Utah Valley struggles to produce and keep runs from crossing, but the early innings particularly troublesome 
for the visitors from Orem. And BYU's kind of rolling a little bit right now. The bats came alive this past week, and that was uh, it was something that you know that you and coach and the staff all expected. But and it was just a matter of time, and it, it really did happen at LMU. Uh, well, we had so many close losses against really good teams, right? Close losses because we couldn't get the big hit, Greg. We had chances to win those games. We're one to two to three to four hits away from having four or five more wins on this, you know, if we just get those big hits. And right now the guys are feeling confident, feeling prepared, and we're getting those hits. It's been fun to watch. So Brock Watkins, the number two hitter, grounded out on a 4-3 in the top in the bottom of the first. It's now in the bottom of the second, and runner at third is Andrew Pintar with that triple. That'll be outside edge for strike one. So the 0-1 with two gone here in the bottom of the second. The new pitcher for Utah Valley is Cole Yoakum. 7.20 ERA in four appearances out of the pen. Kicks and fires. And that is drilled to deep center field. And it's going to carry for a home run. With Welcome the wind back. blowing out, didn't need a lot of help. Brock Watkins puts it over the wall and straight away center. And the Cougars make it 6-0. Fantastic swing right there by Brock Watkins. Wow. Cougars, six runs on six hits, and that hit is a UCCU home run here in the UCCU Crosstown Clash, brought to you by UCCU. We're getting a mortgage is seriously fast and super easy. Just fill out an easy application right on your phone or computer. Learn more at uccu.com slash seriously fast. That was a seriously fast 6-0 lead for BYU here today, and the hits just continue. Mitch McIntyre rips a single to right. And he'll be at first with two gone, still two gone here in the bottom of the second. A five-run second inning so far. BYU six and UVU no score. Hitting is contagious, and all six of these runs have been with two outs. Big two-out hitting. It's, it's fun to watch it when your offense starts to get confidence like this. I can't get over how far Brock hit that ball to center. That was just ripped. And again... That's the direction the, the flag is blowing and the wind is blowing, but that was still just a solid connection. I'm not sure he needed a lot to get it out. No, he didn't. Mitch McIntyre. RBI single before being retired on a double play at second. Lefty hitting McIntyre. Man at first. With two gone here in the bottom of the second. Goes to one and one the count. Cowden hitting. Beg your pardon, McIntyre at first. Joshua Cowden, the lefty hitting with Mitch at first on that single to right. Watkins, Pintar, Cole, Jelilich, and Wilk all scoring here in the bottom of the second. 6-0 Cougs, one across in the first, now six in the second with Cowden, who hit into that DP, facing Cole Yoakum. Goes to 2-1, and one, now 3-1 and one with two gone here. Still two gone here in the bottom of the second. And, Tuckett, you noted the troubles with two outs earlier in the season, and those troubles have been resolved here. Yeah, they definitely have. It's, it's, it's refreshing and fun and exciting to see them, you know, start to get this confidence that they're getting right now. McIntyre at first, and Cowden swings through to strike two. So another full count with two out. 
here at the bottom of the second. 6-0, BYU leading Utah Valley. Cougars have won nine in a row against the Wolverines. Longest streak in this series, which is now being contested for a 40th time today. BYU 30-9 all-time against Utah Valley. The lefty, Yoakum, on the full count. Runner on the move, and that'll be ball four. So, Cowden to first on a base on balls. Ahead to second is Mitch McIntyre, who singled. Mitch, two for two with two singles and an RBI. Brock Watkins, the home run earlier in this inning, taking the lead from 4-0 to 6-0. Cole Gamble now. You get a chance to hit twice in an inning as Cole does. That's uh, that's when you know it's a good inning. Peyton Cole on our Friday night um, game against LMU was able to get two outs. He got the first and the third out of Mm. the same inning, and uh, we gave him a hard time about that one. Cougs have hit around here at the bottom of the second. Cole Gamble began the inning on a simple little 4-3. Yep. And Jacob Wilk doubled. doubled. Freddie Achikar was out 4-3. And then with uh, two outs, all the fun started. Yes, it did. Hit, 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 hit. Walk. First and second, two gone. Bottom second, BYU 6. Utah Valley no score. The 1-0. And that is drilled to right. And will settle into the glove of the right fielder. Alexander Marco. So it dropped for Marco into his glove as he took a couple steps, slight jog to his left, and retires aside, but not until five runs cross here at the bottom of the second. After two complete, BYU six, and Utah Valley zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, on this staff day, Boston Mabius has, well, done as his coach would have hoped he would. Get get two innings and get out of there with a lead. The lead is 6-0 for BYU, and so Boston Mabius goes two innings, allows one hit, no runs, and it's a pitching change for BYU. Brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. And the Cougs will be going from the lefty, Boston Mabius, to the righty, Luke Sterner. Yeah, and, and Luke's ERA is not going to show a gray. You know, it's, it's a little bit below nine, but uh, he has been big for us early in this season, coming in in, in some games and, and really throwing some innings for us and getting some big outs. Making his fifth appearance, no decisions on the year for Luke. Brother of Jack, also on the current staff, and the number nine hitter, the center fielder, number 25, Andrew Hacker, steps in. With a name like Hacker, you can't be shy at swinging. Yeah, no and kidding. So with what a uh, great name, baseball name. Top of the third, the righty Hacker facing the righty Sterner. You should never strike out looking if you have this as your last can't, name. Can't have it. Yeah. Swings it foul on a 2-0 count. So 2-1 and one here in the top of the third. Just one hit on the season. Small sample size, seven at-bats for Hacker. The 2-1 from Sterner. That's outside edge away from the right-handed hitting Hacker. It'll go to 3-1. So the first hitter Luke Sterner faces is a pitch away from a free pass. We'll see what Luke delivers here on the 3-1 here. Oh, Just 2-1. The scoreboard showing 3-1. Just the fourth pitch of the at-bat. Now it'll be 2-2 two two with the foul down the third baseline. So the board is a pitch ahead there. So we're at, uh, yeah, they're going to reset that to 2-2. Two and two. So 2-2 two and two here in the top of the third. The number nine hitter, Andrew Hacker. I thought that got to 2-1 and one quickly. Yeah, I was like, where did, did. I miss it? where did I miss a pitch? And that swung on and drilled to left field. 
And sizing it up, running up to it, making the grab is Mitch McIntyre. So that hung up just enough, and Mitch easily to it. Well, this Cole Gamble in the neighborhood and they decided to let Mitch take it, so one gone here in the top of the third. This time of day, left field scares me because there's a brutal sun hanging over the stadium that it makes it tough for them. We've seen a lot of errors over the years in left field this, left field this time of day, so nice to see him camp underneath that. Top of the order, Garrett Broussard. And Broussard looks at strike one on the outer edge. Top three, BYU six in Utah Valley, no score. BYU six runs on seven hits. In the second, BYU went five runs on five hits, left a couple on. Putting five across. That curve stays high for ball one. One and one with one gone here in the top of the third. Garrett Broussard who popped up to Freddie Achikar in the first inning. Foul down the first baseline to one and two. Yeah, Luke, one of the three Sterner brothers that have played for the Cougs and the, the youngest. He got his mission call last week, but he ha he won't open it until his family arrives um, tomorrow for the for the weekend series. So excited to see where he's going to serve for the next two years. The righty Sterner. Two hopper. The third baseman. Took a while getting out of his glove, but Peyton Cole fires to Freddie in time to catch Broussard, the leadoff hitter for UVU. Two gone here in the top of the third. Tell us where Justin Sterner is these days. So Justin, he signed a free agent contract last year with the Miami Marlins. Uh, he chose to not come back for his COVID senior year. We were begging him, please come back. And he, he had an opportunity to go pro, so he did that. And so he's actually been here finishing up school, getting his degree. Um, and then soon as big league camp uh, takes off for the Marlins, he'll get to finally go to spring training and, and get going for minor league season. The number two hitter, Morales, laces one into short center. The number three hitter in the inning, the number two hitter in the order, Morales has his first safely reaching at bat after flying out to right field in the first. He singles to center here in the third. And so Morales, the leader in hits for Utah Valley, tacks on another to his tally. And he'll sit at first base with two gone here in the top of the third. The right fielder, number three, and the number three hitter, Alexander Marco, steps in. Has taken his leadoff versus Morales, and Marco swings through the first offering from Luke Sterner. Sterner works from the third base side of the rubber. Righty facing righty here in the top of the third. BYU six and Utah Valley no score. Two gone here, top three. Sterner kicks and fires. That's over the head of the pitcher. Handled by the shortstop, bobble, and then an underhand scoop wow. over the head of the first baseman. That? And that will allow Morales to go all the way to third and Marco to second on the throwing error. It was an unusual play as Watkins appeared to have it pretty well handled, but bobbled and then threw an awkward underhand scoop of you know some 40 or so feet over the head of the first baseman. So runner reaches and advances, and it'll yeah, be second and third now, two out. One of those spots like... What was he quite doing there? That's not like him to make a big mistake like that. A big two-out air right there that both van both runners move up now in scoring position with one of their best hitters in Polson now batting it. I can't even explain what Brock just did there. That was really weird. So we'll see how it ultimately gets scored, but it does result with runners in scoring position and two gone with Kate Polson, the first baseman, stepping in for Utah Valley. And 
Jack Sterner deliver, Luke Sterner delivers, beg your pardon, to ball one. So the 1-0 with two gone here in the top of the third. Utah Valley threatening somewhat with runners at second and third. Morales at third and Marco at second. Cougars appeared to be out of the inning there, and then uh, weird stuff started happening with the fielding from short. Yeah, I, I thought Brock should have just let it bounce one more time and stand on the bag, and you got the force out at second. But uh, It was a just, slow bouncer yeah, right to the yeah. base. He decided to come get it, and then he bobbled it, and then it was weird that he decided to underhand throw it. But uh, big spot here for Luke to, to try to get a, a big out here and not uh, let the Wolverines get on with free bases. Strike delivery on the second pitch. So one and one with two gone here in the top of the third. Runners at second and third, first base open. And that's chopped to the third baseman, Peyton Cole. Nice He'll fire job. across the diamond to Freddie Atchikar, and BYU is out of it with no damage done. So, after two and a half, BYU six and Utah Valley no score. A hit and a potential error. We'll see how they ultimately do score that. Strands two for the Wolverines, so uh, no runs on currently two hits. And This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the third just underway, Jacob Wilt. Looking at the 0-1 delivery from Cole Yoakum. Swing and a miss to 0-2 quickly here. Bottom three, BYU 6, Utah Valley no score. And Jacob Wilk, who doubled and scored in the second, hits now here in the third. He was the second hitter of the second inning. In an inning, the Cougars hit around. Ten came to the plate in the second. First hitter of the third. And that's lofted to right field. Right fielder drifting back, drifting, drifting, and that is going to get over the wall. Another home run for BYU. Jacob Wilk put a charge into that. That kept going, going, and it was gone. Second homer of the game. It's another UCCU home run, and BYU takes the 7-0 lead. I'm not sure Wilk knew it was gone when he hit it, but it kept going, and it was over the wall and right. And just like that, the lead expanded to 7-zip. Well, in both at-bats today with Wilk, he was down 1-2 in the count and hit a double and then hit, now hit a home run. So he's doing a really good job with two strikes and just putting the ball in play, hitting it hard, and wow, that was a good piece of hitting. So two for two and two runs scored, including a home run to right. And the Cougs have scored in every inning, three innings, and already seven runs across on eight hits for BYU. Backtracking to the top of the third, they did give Utah Valley a two-hit half inning that time. They called the play that involved the shortstop a hit as that's chopped by Freddie Atchikar, just a little off the fist, too short, popped up, and that's one gone here in the bottom of the third. One in the first, five in the second, already one here in the third as Atchikar pops up to short. And that'll bring up Danny Jelilich. Jelilich, a base on balls in the second, came around to score on the Pintar triple. And even though Pintar slid on that, it would have been a stand-up triple yeah, for Andrew. Yeah, would have been. So Danny, right-handed hitting Jelilich against a left-handed throwing Cole Yoakum. Yoakum goes off speed and for ball one. So the 1-0 to Danny. UVU in all gray today. Yoakum in his second inning of work. Replaced the starter Jackson Otis, who was chased as part of that five-run inning for BYU in the second. We're now in the third and 7-0 BYU over UVU on eight hits, those seven runs. Utah Valley no runs on three hits. So the 1-1 with one gone. Curveball high and outside for ball two. Two and one with one out here in the bottom of the third. Jacob Wilk with a leadoff homer and both, here in the third. Both home runs he's hit this year, one at Texas and, and one today, have been to right center. So 
just shows that opposite field power. That's chopped by Jelilich. Well handled by the shortstop. Pirouettes and fires to first. Won't get Jelly in time. That should go as a single for Danny. So the shortstop handled it, but it was going to be a tough play to get Jelilich at first. And that'll go as hit number nine for BYU here in the third inning. So Danny with the infield single and handled by short, but he would have had to make a heck of a play to retire Danny. And he did the spinorama, but the throw was wide and not going to get Danny anyway. Yeah, so Jelilich stands at first. He's too deadly with his speed. That's why just putting the ball in play for him is such an important thing. We've been preaching for him for a few years now. It's no more strikeouts. Just put the ball in play. And, and so far, his second crack back in the lineup this weekend, he's starting to do that. And it's been a big, big plus for this lineup. So Jelilich at first with one gone here in the bottom of the third. And looking at strike one is the third baseman, number nine hitter, Peyton Cole. Cole with a single and an RBI, then scored on the Pintar triple in the second. So Peyton Cole steps in. Strike one count to Peyton. Here comes the second pitch. Curve high one and one with one gone here in the bottom of the third. So over the last three games, BYU's now outscored the opposition, Tuck, at 20-3. 13-3 in the last two games at LMU and a 7-0 start to this one. Get the Cougs rolling, Greg. That's the whole point, right? Lefty hitting Cole. Skies it to short left, short enough that the shortstop can handle it. Pulls that into his body. Two outs gone here in the bottom of the third. Cougs have scored in every inning. One, five, and one in innings one, two, and three. Seven-nothing BYU leading UVU. As Cole is retired to the pop-up to short. It'll bring up the top of the order. Things are going well when you hit in the first and the second and the third inning. It really is. That's uh, Now the key is, you know, he's, he's working towards the cycle, Greg, with the, with the triple and double already, so... This is where you start to have a little fun offensively. So the two-for-two two start for Andrew Pintar. In addition to being a darn good hitter, as you want your leadoff hitter to be, he's judicious and leads the team in bases on balls as well. 1-0 coming now to Pintar with Jelilich at first. Ball two, 2-0 two with two gone here in the bottom of the third. BYU 7, Utah Valley no score. BYU 7 runs on nine hits. Utah Valley zero runs on three hits. One error committed by BYU. Throwing error in the third. No harm done. Outside goes to 3-0 from Cole Yoakum. So a little insider information. It's Andrew Pintar's birthday today. So have himself a day, huh? So far, yes. I never hit well on my birthday, Greg. Never. <laughs> two for two with a couple of runs and a couple of RBIs for Pintar. Third at bat in three innings for the Cougs leadoff hitter. And that's a walk on four pitches. So Jelilich advancing to second. On the base on balls awarded Andrew Pintar. So Pintar has reached safely in all three at-bats. Brock Watkins, the shortstop. Who homered in the second. That was a two-run shot for Brock. And there will be a meeting on the mound for Utah Valley. And they're going to make a pitching change again. So Utah Valley bringing in its third pitcher of the day. Checking in for UVU. They're going to give a pitcher his first appearance of the year in Carson Brown. So Carson Brown, without an inning pitch to this point, will be the 
pitcher that Coach Eric Manson goes to here in the bottom of the third, and BYU already seven across in the game, including one here in the third. So pitcher number three is number 38, Carson Brown. Righty will be taking his warm-up pitches on a very cold day here in late March. It's been a steady wind. And that wind may have been a factor in the Cougars' two home runs today, but uh, again, the balls were well hit enough that it wouldn't have needed maybe a lot of wind to help get them over the wall. But that said, the wind is blowing out today from the north-northwest. Well, as much as we haven't caught a lot of breaks this year offensively... Do? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I'm all for it. I mean, hey... Was the win a factor in Wilkes' home run? I think there was a really good chance that. I think Brock hits it regardless because it was to the top of the trees in center. But you still have to put a good swing on it and put the ball in the air. They have the same opportunity that we do to do that, and, and, and so far we've taken advantage of it. Next BYU hitter will be Brock Watkins. Watkins grounded out in the first on a 4-3, and then a homer in the second, two-run shot. Brock on the year now hitting 276, a slugging percentage near 450. And that two-run jack will help have help to have nudged that number upwards. So it's 7-0 BYU leading UVU. And updating your first three innings tally for Utah Valley this year. They've been outscored 38 to 14 in the first three innings of a game. UVU does have both of its wins this year. They have won only two games. Both did come away from home. And as I noted earlier... Well, uh, they beat a really good team. Came against the conference foe. Yeah, uh, St. Mary's on the road. So, you know, two games in, there was UVU sitting at 2-0, two and oh, two away wins against the WCC team, and then they haven't won since. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they beat one of the arms in our league that's picked to be an all-conference pitcher, you know, so... They're capable of winning games, and, and this game is far from over. We still have a lot of lot of outs left, but uh, they just look like a team that just doesn't have any confidence right now. And, and hey, a week ago, you could say the same thing about us. We were we were we just lost to Dixie. Things were not going well at all, and uh, the, I'm real proud of these guys for just kind of figuring it out. Okay, first and second, two gone, bottom third, and the first pitch offering from Carson Brown is a strike. The 0-1 coming to Brock Watkins. Five RBI on the season, and then two RBIs on the day today for Brock on the two-run shot in the second. Watkins awaits the 0-1. The kick, fire, and delivery. That's outside, got past the catcher. Runners will advance to second and third as a result. So Drew Sims quickly jumping out of his crouch, but couldn't get to it before the runners were on their way to third and second, respectively, for Jelilich and for Pintar. So Pintar advancing to second on the wild pitch, and Jelilich to third. Not sure if it goes wild or pass ball, but it does advance the runner. Second and third with one and one the count. Two gone here in the bottom of the third. BYU 7-zip, the lead. That's foul tip. One and two. Wolverines just trying to get out of this with just one-one across. Yeah, trying to minimize this inning here. You know, Brock gets a hit here, and all of a sudden it's it's 9 nothing, and it makes it real difficult on a team. Cougars trying to go crooked in back-to-back innings here. One in the first, five in the second, one across so far here in the third, but runners in scoring position, second and third, two gone. The one and two forthcoming from Carson Brown, making his first appearance of the year for UVU. Wolverines coming into today's game 2-13, and 13-game losing skid. You mentioned BYU struggles. That losing streak got to six. Yeah. At Dixie before BYU it, turned it around it, with that series sweep at LMU. It felt like 100, Greg. <laughs> it did. 
So from the stretch, the righty Brown staring right at Jelilich at third base. Comes Plateward. It's foul tip back into the screen. Stays one and two with two gone. Well, and for me, I, I, it kind of felt like you, you called the two Utah games, but I f- kind of felt like those two games were starting our rock bottom. We just did not play well. We played well against Oregon State and just couldn't get the big hit. But against Utah, we just didn't play well at all from start to finish. And then, you know, Dixie, a little bit of another hangover on that aspect of just not playing well. And then finally they got it clicking. That's Kerr that stays inside. Goes to two and two with two gone on Watkins. Jersey number two. The number two hitter for BYU. Who in this inning is the sixth batter and to come to the plate. It's just great to see him back in the lineup. He adds so much defensively and offensively to this team. Watkins waggles the bat on the right shoulder and is punched out. So that's a backwards K for BYU to end the bottom of the third after a run across, giving it a 7-0 BYU lead after three complete on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 